Soccer News IV, Soccer News IV, it's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerOM.com. From Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros, before the best coaches go to practice, they go to SoccerOM.com. Hello and welcome. I'm Stephen Parr, the host of Soccer News IV. Here's our top story. Brian McBride retires. Brian McBride announced his retirement from international soccer on Wednesday. McBride ends his career with the national team as the U.S.'s second all-time leading scorer with 30 goals in 95 games. He's the only American to score in two World Cups. He put in the only U.S. goal in the World Cup in 1998 and scored the game winners against Portugal and Mexico in 2002. No one ever worked harder for the U.S. national team. There's not a single game where you would be able to say McBride phoned it in today. Not even in this last World Cup. He may not have been successful in Germany, but he never gave up. He took cheap shots and body blows on a regular basis. I don't remember how many times I've seen gigantic whelps on his forehead or blood rushing down his face. The man has metal plates in his cheeks because of some of the injuries he received playing for club and country. And he played with an unmatched intensity and endured nasty foul after nasty foul, yet McBride always kept his cool. In his 13 years with the national team, 95 matches in all, McBride was only given three yellow cards, and he was never ejected. That's probably my favorite thing about him. He is the player you can point to and tell your kids and their teammates, be like him. Work hard. Keep your head up. Be like Brian. Now, McBride's retirement isn't unexpected, but it is a big hole to fill. There's no one in the U.S. player pool with his proving goal-scoring ability. Landon Donovan will probably pass McBride on the goal-scores list eventually, but Landon is a midfielder, not a striker. Eddie Johnson did have a great scoring run during qualifying for 2002, but since last year's toe injury, Johnson has yet to prove he's fully recovered. And neither Brian Ching nor Taylor Twelman have been consistent at the international level. So all of those young strikers with dreams of being the next great goal scorer should see this as an opportunity. And yes, Kenny Cooper, Aleko Eskandarian, I'm talking to you. Be like Brian. In Italy, stern punishment turns into a slap on the wrist. The four teams caught in match-fixing scandal appealed their sentences and won. AC Milan might now be allowed to compete in the Champions League. Lazio and Fiorentina will not be relegated to the Serie B. And Juventus will still be demoted, but their 30-point penalty was cut in half almost to 17 points. That means they will likely be able to earn promotion back into the Serie A for next year. But even that's not good enough for Juventus. No, they are challenging the entire ruling in civil court. Excuse me? You've been caught red-handed as the biggest cheaters in the history of Italian soccer, and you have the gall to insist you don't deserve any punishment? It makes me want to tell Zinedine Zidane you said bad things about his mother and sister. 
and then give them a map to your house. Back in the States, the U.S. Open Cup enters round four on August 1st and 2nd. I admit, I've neglected the tournament so far this summer. I kind of got distracted by that Open Cup in Germany. You may have heard of it. But let's, let's get caught up with the fourth round now because there are some interesting stories in this year's tournament. Here's a look at the pairings. The Rapids will take on Real Salt Lake at Rice Eccles Stadium on August 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern. Neither team has had much success in the Open Cup. Colorado was eliminated by teams from lower divisions in seven of the last 10 years, and Real has only won one Open, up, open Cup game, and that was a shootout earlier this season. The winner of that game will meet the winner of perhaps the most interesting match of this round, FC Roma against the LA Galaxy. Now, the match takes place in the Home Depot Center on August 1st at 10.30 Eastern, but here's what the big deal is all about. Roma is a team of amateurs. That's right, they're not in the MLS or the USL or even the PDL. They are amateurs who had to qualify to even get into the cup. And along the way, they had to beat Miami FC. That's the USL team that features Brazilians Romario and Zinho. And then they beat Chivas USA in the Home Depot Center on penalty kicks. By the way, LA Galaxy General Manager Alexi Lalas is talking smack. On the LA Galaxy website, Lalas was quoted as saying, We've all been captivated by the Cinderella story that is Roma FC, but the fairy tale is about to come to an abrupt end. That's right. The head of one of our top professional teams is trying to intimidate a group of guys who just love to play the game for free. Nice. That's class. The New England Revolution head to Rochester's brand-new Paytech Park to challenge the Raging Rhinos. See, one of these teams teams has a soccer-specific stadium. The other one does not. And one of these teams has won an Open Cup. The other one hasn't. And on both of those, New England's on the losing side. Rhinos took home the trophy back in 1999, and they are the only non-MLS team to win since MLS was founded. Kansas City and Chicago Fire will meet in Toyota Park in Bridgeview. The Wizards won in 2004, but Chicago has won the Open Cup three times. That's the most for any MLS side. Also, on the second, it's a duel of the Dynamos. Houston Dynamo hosts the Carolina Dynamo. The winner of that game will face the winner of FC Dallas in the Charleston Battery. Dallas won the tournament back in 1997 when they were called the Burn. The Columbus crew will face D.C. United. Both have won the cup before. Columbus hoisted the trophy in 2002, and D.C. did it in 1996. And New York Red Bulls heads to Wilmington to face the Hammerheads of the USL 2nd Division. Time now for the game wrap. In MLS action this week, Red Bull won their second game in a row. This one was a 2-0 victory over the Columbus crew in Columbus. Chris Henderson scored the first goal. Gerard LaVenture sealed the deal with a goal in the 90th. Chivas USA tied the Rapids on Thursday in Colorado. Chivas opened the scoring in the ninth minute thanks to an unassisted goal from Juan Francisco Palencia. But Deddy Ben Diane tied things up a minute later. 
Clint Mathis then gave Colorado the advantage with the goal in the second half, only to have Chivas equalize in the 74th minute. Then in stoppage time, Jonathan Bornstein hit his second goal of the match, and the Goats looked like they were going to seal one on the road. Not so fast. Colorado's Jacob Peterson hit his second goal of the season just two minutes later. For the rest of the week, goals were a lot harder to come by. The crew and the Galaxy tied one all in Columbus. Eddie Gavin and Peter Vianis each scored. For the week, the crew had two home games and only came away with one point. Red Bull hosted the Wizards and handed Kansas City their seventh loss in a row. It was New York's third win in a row, their best stretch this season. Chicago tied D.C. United at Toyota Park. Nate Jaqua and Aleko Eskandarian were the goal scorers. Dynamo tied New England in Houston. Craig Weibel scored an own goal. But Stuart Holden caught up just three minutes later. His shot was the his first touch of the game and his first goal of the season. And in Salt Lake City, more heartbreak. Rail had FC Dallas, the leaders in the West, tied up 0-0 heading into stoppage time when substitute Aide Thompson beat two defenders to secure three points for the hoops. By the way, the last time Thompson had scored a goal for Dallas was last year against Rail Salt Lake. An injury time. The schedule. On Wednesday, Real host Chivas USA. That match is at 9 Eastern on direct kick. The Dynamo head to Colorado to face the Rapids. Kickoff is 9.30. Colorado certainly has their work cut out for them because after hosting second place Houston, the Rapids travel to first place Dallas on Saturday. The game starts at 7 Eastern. The only way to see it is to have a ticket for Pizza Hut Park. The Wizards will try to end their slump as they host the Revolution. You can watch this one on direct kicks starting at 8.30 Eastern. Red Bull New York will try to sap the Dynamo's energy in Houston. Houston hasn't lost in their last 10 games. Red Bull has won their last three. Direct kick will show the match, which starts at 8.30 Eastern. Chicago and Columbus meet up at Toyota Park at 8.30 Eastern. Again, if you want to see it, you'll need to be at the stadium and the last-place team in the West meets the first-place team in the East at 9 Eastern. You can see DC United at Rail Salt Lake on direct kick. That's it for this week. I need to give a big shout-out to the folks at SoccerRom.com for all of their support for Soccer News IV. I'm Stephen Parr. Remember, Soccer News IV. It's in your vein.